bro, I was tired of being poor. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it takes enough pain. And, and that's there's an old saying, it's like, until the pain exceeds the pain of having to change, yep. right? Then it will never happen. Mm -hmm. Like, it, for me, it was too painful to stay the same. Before I enter the garage door, like, I'm not on the phone. I take my business hat off and I put my husband hat on mm. and my dad hat on. And then I'm there with my family and my babies. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we've been through all the fires, all the turmoil. I mean, brother, we've been in lawsuits with Kate Spade. You know, like, <laughs> wow, that's a big for, company. For, for one of our logos. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Welcome back to the Digital Social Hour, guys. I'm your host, Sean Kelly. Here are my co-host, Wayne Lewis. What up, what up? And our guest today, Carlos Reyes. How you doing? How's it going, man? Good, brother. Just got done speaking at WealthCon with uh, Ryan Pineda. Mm -hmm. um, it was, in my opinion, I've been speaking for a very long time, but that was one of the uh, the best times I've ever had on stage. How's wow. the turnout? How many people showed up? There was over 12,000, 1,400 people. Oh, okay. no, I wish it was a thousand. Oh, I was going to say Yeah. I don't think, I mean, it's a, it was a real estate conference, mm -hmm. right? I think the only people that can get like tens of thousands is probably Grant Cardone right now. Yeah. Maybe like, maybe Tony Robbins, you know, right. what I mean? but, um, it was beautiful, bro. The energy was great. Um, you know, they did a great job. Ryan Pineda's team. I mean, he has like 30, 40 people yeah. working and, and it was, it was, it was great. I had a great time and, and, uh, the feedback that I'm getting from the people, like the audience is always going to tell you not, you know, how, how you did, you know what I mean? And it's based off, you know, the impact or the inspiration that you made somebody feel, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that, like, I'll always remember, you know, people don't remember what you say. They remember how you made them feel. Right. And I think um, I, I think that's the kind of speaker that God has intended me to be. It's, it's more like inspirational, spiritual, you know what I mean? Uh, strategical. Uh, that it's a little bit of that, you know, mm -hmm. so everybody has their own like thing. Mm -hmm. Mine's just that and it's been it's been a beautiful journey. Yeah. But I'm not I, like my main thing is a speaker. I, I'm a businessman that mm -hmm. people just started booking to speak, you know, back in 2017. And then um, I've shared, praise God, I've shared a stage with everyone but Tony Robbins. Wow. You know, name it, Tony, you know. Dean Graziosi, Grant Cardone, Andy Frisella, Ed Milet. I've actually spoken after Ed Milet twice already. He's a good friend of mine. Um, Andy Frisella is a good friend of mine. Not only have I spoken with him on stage, but I've been on his podcast twice. Uh, Brad Lee, obviously, you know yeah. he's one of he's one of my. I, I love that dude. Um, you probably had him on here already, right? He's coming on soon. Yeah. Good, good, good. Um, we were hanging out with him yesterday. Um, who else? I mean, who else is a big dog out Gary there? Gary I've spoke. I spoke after Gary. Nice. Um, July 2021 in Miami. Sick. Um, Gary yeah, so Brecker. That was cool. I've spoken with Gary. Actually, mm -hmm. I was a I was a, a VIP client with Gary when oh, he, nice. uh, when he had Streamline Medical. Yeah. Before. So you took the tests and everything. Oh, bro! I, 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 we did a we we spent a good 30, 40 grand. That is uh, at that time the Porsche design tower that he was living in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Picked me up in a Bentley Spur. We went into it was super. I've never seen this in my life. <laughs> Picks me up in his Bentley Spur go downstairs. Go into the elevator. Go to like the forty-second floor. Yeah. We uh, the garage opens up and we're in his living room. No so, way. The yeah. car was in the living room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course, our yeah. 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 Cool. It was That's real, real, real good, man. And we became good friends there. And 
I actually was there. Um, it was Laguna Niguel, I believe, uh, when him and I won't mention his name because he's a really good friend of mine, too. When Streamline and this specific individual were merging to come up with the superhuman protocol. I was wow. right there at the mm -hmm. table uh, during that dinner when it was being finalized. So That's amazing. Yeah. And that company's so, blown up since. It, it's, it's crazy, bro, because, you, you know, like if you if you this is what I believe, right? If you develop like a good track record, right, your reputation is solid and you build good relationships, right? Like money will never be something that you need. Like it's, mm. it's just always going to flow. It's always going to be there. It's always going to be there. Remember, I love track that. record, reputation mm -hmm. and relationships. I'll give you an example. Uh, you guys ever heard of a guy named Dan Martell? Yeah, he just came out. Yeah, he there. just left. Love Dan, right? Like we were having dinner with him last night. Mm -hmm. Well, he invited uh, myself, my business partner, Sal. And he invited this other guy who was probably, honestly, I consider myself a pretty humble dude. You know my story, I come. Are you someone that doesn't have life insurance? Why leave anything up to chance in a worst case scenario? Luckily, Policy Genius makes finding the right policy simple and their team of licensed experts are on hand to help you through it. Life insurance gives your family a safety net that they can cover expenses with so they don't have to worry about money while getting back on their feet. I've had friends and family members that have passed away without life insurance. It's definitely left us with financial instabilities. Even if you already have a policy, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $2.92 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius knows how valuable your time is. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurance in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies. They don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another so you can trust their guidance. Policy Genius is for parents, caregivers, and anyone else who has people who depend on them. They simplify the process of getting life insurance so you can protect the people you love. They got thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head to policygenius.com slash DSH or click the link in the description to get a free life insurance quote and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com slash DSH. I mean, I'm an immigrant from Mexico. I came here illegally twice, right? <clears throat> First time through a sewer canal in San Isidro. Lasted a year there. Went back to uh, Mexico. Worked bagging groceries. My mom was working cleaning hotel rooms in San Carlos. We saved up enough money. Came back to Phoenix, right? Uh, she snuck me. Paid 25 bucks to a human smuggler. I snuck in through the fence. Best investment she ever made, 25 <laughs> bucks. I retired her in 2017, right? Wow. But anyway, you know, I consider myself a, a very a very humble guy because mm -hmm. I come from the mud. But this dude that we met yesterday, a guy named uh, Keto King or King Keto, King Keto. I know him, yeah. Mm -hmm. Bro, oh my God. Brandon Carter, right? Brandon Carter, one, <coughs> million, one million subs on YouTube. You know how hard it is to get a million subs on YouTube. Mm -hmm. One million uh, followers on Instagram. The most humble dude in the room. Mm. Oh, and, and the only guy that was wearing a Richard Millie too. So. <laughs> yeah, That probably helped. So again, the most humblest dude in the room. Yeah. We were putting him on on some business game and tax tax strategies. Sal was leaning over, giving him all kinds of game, and that's what happens when you serve people. You know, it's mm -hmm. like you, all of a sudden it's like, here, I'll give you the prime example. We were just serving him. We were just serving him. We were uh, we were hanging out at the Mirage where the because he he was on the panel. He's, yeah, he's a speaker, and we were just serving this dude, and we were talking about Andrew Tate, and I was like, man, 
I want to get Andrew Tate on my, because I'm launching a podcast called All In with Carlos Reyes soon, God willing, right? And I'm like, you know what? I want to get Andrew Tate on my podcast. And he goes, I know him. Let me text him right now. And I go, Sal, you want to go to Turkey like, or <clears throat> Romania? You know what I mean? So you see that? Like, we mm -hmm. serve them. And as soon yeah. as I said, I want to get Andrew Tate on the podcast, he's like, let me text him right now. Like, that's what happens when you just serve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without, and ex without mm -hmm. expectations, bro. Right. I didn't know this dude was a, like, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. You know, I just knew he was like this really good looking, light skinned black dude <laughs> that looks like a younger version of Ronnie Coleman. You know what I mean? Like, he was <laughs> He's funny, too. He was such, bro, he was just a beautiful human being. That's man. awesome. And you know what? The, I, I would say the last probably six to 12 months, that's all we've been meeting is just beautiful human beings. Mm -hmm. And like I was telling you earlier, like we've had our, our fair share of meeting just just some pretty pretty bad people mm -hmm. that, that came around for the wrong reasons, you know? Mm -hmm. But I believe that unfortunately, that's kind of, that's probably where we were. That's probably where we were operating mm -hmm. without even knowing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's probably where we were operating. We were always ethical. That's not, that's not, but our energy, right? Like our maturity, our spiritual maturity, mm -hmm. right? Our emotional intelligence, like that wasn't always where it needed to be. Mm -hmm. So then we were attracting people and we didn't have the discernment to know, man, you know what? Nah, these people are bad apples. These people are mm -hmm. not going to be here for the long haul. These people are coming to take and, and leave. So now it feels great to be attracting just the, the highest of caliber of individuals, not only in our business, but more importantly in our lives. So, so what was that mindset like um, going back to the original version of you, you know, sneaking through a gate, a fence? Mm -hmm. Nevada, at, Sonora. How, how old were you, seven? Eight? No, I was in seventh grade. You was in seventh grade, mm -hmm. sneaking through a fence. Once you got over, what was your mind like? Like, I'm about to like I'm about to just so let me like, let me make just, it like let me let me explain the immigrant mentality because my my you know my brother my business partner I've been mm -hmm. business partners with him for ten years he's an immigrant from Iraq who was persecuted because he's a Catholic wow. you know what I'm saying I'm an immigrant from Mexico who you know had to escape uh, oppression you know mm -hmm. like uh, financial oppression mm -hmm. poverty you know what mm -hmm. I mean. And my mo my mother left my father because he was a drug addict and an alcoholic and used to beat her. So then we moved south two hours from where I was born in Mexico, left us with our grandparents uh, for two years. She went to California, Escondido, California. For two years, I didn't see my mom. Wow. She was just sending money on Fridays when she had a job. She received amnesty, like her paperwork, through working the fields, right? Mm -hmm. Two years, she goes and gets us the first time we come over. It's through a sewer canal in San Isidro, which is a border between TJ and Cali, right? And she's carrying my, my brother in with her left arm, dragging me with her right arm. We make it to Cali. We go to Escondido. We last one year. Financially, we just couldn't make it. We went back to Mexico, right? We grinded or whatever. So another year and a half. Now she leaves us for another year and a half after we save up enough money to send her to Phoenix, where I am now, right? Mm -hmm. Um, this time around, she brings me over. As soon as I come over, obviously, she started my paperwork process in 97. But you have to understand, bro, unlike a lot of people <clears throat> that are either born here, mm -hmm. right? They're born with everything, you know, social security numbers and all kinds, you know, they're American citizens, whatever. You know, I knew the difference between hell and heaven. You know what I mean? That If, that, if, that, if that's your question. I knew, like, once I tasted the land of milk and honey and the opportunity here, I was just like, this is where I have to do it. This is where, that's that immigrant mindset. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to work hard. Now, I will say this. The most, the biggest, uh, the biggest objective, or not objective, the biggest challenge that immigrants have is we're not financially literate. We're hardworking people, 
right? What do we run? What do, what do we what do we dominate? What industries do we dominate? Right? Mm -hmm. Landscaping, yeah. construction, mm -hmm. cooks, you know, restaurant business, yeah. right? Taco shops, uh, house cleaning, yeah. taco shops, whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it. We dominate those industries. Yeah, but you dominate them. Like, do like you dominate them. No, like, there's no black people. Yeah. There's no white people. You dominate those industries. Right? I don't care if you go to a Chinese restaurant, mm -hmm. the Mexicans are cooking. Yeah. yeah. You go yeah. to Denny's, the Mexican are cooking. Yeah. Right? The Mexican. You guys dominate those industries. So in the work ethic is there. In that case, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, some people might look frowning upon those industries, but those are multi-hundred million dollar industries. Absolutely. Yeah. We run them. Yeah. We run them. And and you know the thing is the only reason we just haven't become find like financially intelligent enough to know like man what if i take that work ethic right and that grit and that drive mm -hmm. right and that commitment and that perseverance and dedicate it to real estate or dedicate it to you know running uh like actually owning something owning mm -hmm. a business you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. right instead of being the landscaper owning a landscaping company mm -hmm. instead of being a construction worker owning the construction company Instead of being the cook, owning the restaurant. That's like the biggest shift that needs to happen in the immigrant community. That's what's not very you don't, you don't You don't feel like that's, that, that that has happened? No. Mm. No. Um, it hasn't, unfortunately, man. Or are they just taking like, you guys' concepts and then, you know, actually putting whatever name in front of it so, so it appears to be owned by, you know, it's, you know, a Latin person, a Spanish person, whatever, and you guys be in the face, but in the back end, it's, you know, a white dude owning it or something. Like um, you know, so I, my first successful venture yeah. was in real estate, right? Yeah. Wholesaling and flipping. And every, most investors were white. Mm. Most investor, investors were white. Very rare would you find a black investor. Very rare would you find a Mexican investor. You know, now, the white how the white and by the way i love all people I'm, yeah i love white people but black the, people the Mexican truth is people. The truth. Yeah, truth but the, is this the truth. is what it is yeah. right like i you know the the white folks were buying and selling the houses mm -hmm. and then the mexican folks were rehabbing yeah. and renovating the houses yeah you know that's that's what it was that's what it is when they were called the landscaping the landscaper over to do the landscaping it was a mexican yeah. you know what i mean so that's why for me you know it, it's that's what I've seen, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to sit here and victimize because, you know, to my knowledge, man, like nobody has ever taken any opportunity from me. I think the opportunity, you know, it, it's it's there for everybody mm -hmm. equally, equally. Right, right. You know, it, it's like success doesn't discriminate. You know, if you work hard, you know, if you dedicate and commit to whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, you're going to get it done if you don't give up. So most people give up too soon. It's like three feet from gold. You know what I mean? Right. Like they give up too soon. I'll give you an example. Our first ever wholesale deal was, it was 2013. Uh, I, we didn't have a lot of money to spend on marketing. So uh, my wife on Wednesdays was writing, uh, was writing handwritten bandit signs, mm -hmm. right? We had a 2008 Nissan Rogue. And I was out there every night, Fridays from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m., putting down these bandit signs, right? 100 to 120. And six months later, 2,400 bandit signs later, we got our first wholesale deal and it mm -hmm. changed the rest of our lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I could have gave up maybe three months in. Most people will. Four months in. Mm -hmm. You know, most, most people just never follow through, man. Mm -hmm. They never do. They never do. That's true. Um, but sometimes it takes, like, it takes enough pain. I was, bro, I was tired of being poor. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it takes enough pain and, and that's there's an old saying it's like 
until the pain exceeds the pain of having to change, yeah. right? Then it will never happen. Mm -hmm. Like it will, for me, it was too painful to stay the same. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and then there's an old saying, nothing changes if nothing changes. Well, I was like, okay, this is too painful. I'm broke. I have to split the bills with my girlfriend, who is my wife now, that I retired in 2016. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, I have to split the bills with my wife. It's It was sad, bro. I was thinking about that the other day. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, man, I used to split the mortgage with my wife. Mm -hmm. I used to split the I used to split, split the utility bills with my wife. She used to pay for her own car. I used to pay for my own car. We used to split insurance. Like, bro, that's how I was living. Guess what? You know, 2016, we became multimillionaires. 2018, I bought my first Rolls Royce. Wow. That's how fast success can happen. That's insane. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, and again, now for me, you know, like I told you, I said, hey man, I haven't bought a watch in three years, right? I, I mean, the only reason why I bought a Porsche Taycan on December 28th, 2022 was because it weighs over 6,000 pounds and it was 150K and I was gonna save $45,000 in hard-earned cash to pay the IRS. Right mm -hmm. off. So I'm like, uh, I'll take the, First of all, it's $150,000 off my taxable income, right? Okay. So if I pay myself a million dollars, there's $150,000 less yeah. that I'll get taxed on, right. right? And then if I pay 30% on that 150, right? If I was gonna pay 30% on that 150, well then that's 45K. Yeah. Well, how about I use that 45K to just make the $2,500 payment? That's mm -hmm. about 18 months. So now I'm driving this car that I would have just paid the IRS. Wow, so you right got the on. car for free, basically. Pretty much. So right on, yeah. <laughs> that's, but see, that's how I'm thinking now. I didn't know the Taycans was uh, 6,000 it's, it's electric, full electric. Yeah, electric. Oh, it's electric? Wow. Full it's electric. heavy. But you want me to tell you? That's the G-Wagon, the G-Wagon is heavy. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll, give you, I'll give you an example of like where our mindset is now. I'm not looking for the next Rolls Royce or Lamborghini. Mm -hmm. However, we are shopping for a Learjet, six, uh, Learjet 60. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, so, so that's you level up every year. That's where we are now for me. And then we're taking all this equity for our, our big game now. Like it started in real estate, made a good amount of money. Then we started launching these other companies, mm -hmm. you know, all these other companies, prospectx.com, callgeeks.com, the list. I mean, the list goes on and on nationalmedicalsurplus.com. And what happened was we were like, okay, so now we, we have launched and, you know, automated these businesses. Let's start taking, let's start buying, right? And earning equity in all these other companies. Mm -hmm. That's our game now. Mm -hmm. Brother, last, uh, the, in the month of June, um, we, we literally took, uh, I don't want to say took, we uh, acquired uh, equity in 20, is it 20 or 22 uh, real estate companies sell? 20 or 22, 20, 22. We literally acquired equity in 22, real estate investment companies across the country. Wow. It's an 80-20 split. Holy you see what I'm saying? Crap. So for me now, it's equity or assets. Mm. That's, 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 that's all so I'm interested in the rest of my life. You don't want cash flow? Well, I mean, the cash flow comes from, every, from the equity yeah, or the, yeah, or the assets. Yeah, yeah. Assets, you know, real estate assets, 80, right? You got an 80 20 split. So, yeah, you get 80, right? Every no, no, they get the 80. You get, get 80. 20. So, you get 20% of 21 companies. Oh, okay. 20, 22. 20, 20, but that's just on the real estate side. Yeah. yeah. We're this coming week, we're uh, we're uh, we're taking, I don't want to say taking, <laughs> we're earning 50% equity in a solar company, mm. right? And we're already working on trying to get equity in a construction company, wow. in a roofing company. So that's our that's our game now is, is private equity in real estate and in the home service. So all those space. are yeah. positive cash flow businesses. 
Yeah, that's where billionaires are made in private equity. I know yeah. that's 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 become our favorite game now: mergers and acquisitions. Yeah, yeah. Hormozzi's doing that too. Right. Yep. He he has a similar model, but he does specifically, I believe, with gyms. Yeah. We do it in general business. Yeah. Roofing, HVAC, solar, real estate. It it doesn't matter. So it's kind yeah. of like the old school business model. Yeah, right. like the Warren Warren Buffett type. I mean, the guy has equity in like four hundred companies. Niche business. Yeah. So it's kind of the same concept where you started with where. You were saying Mexican Americans don't pretty much own that. So you, in your case, Mexican American, you pretty much owning yep. those things now. Yep. All the things that are being used are all the things that they're being called for. You're owning those companies. Absolutely. I it's like honestly, that. it's the funnest game that you can ever play, bro. Yeah. It's the actually, yeah, the equity game is the the top of the food chain. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's the yeah. top of the food they chain. They can't remove you. They gotta either buy you out, or earn you out. Right. Yeah. It's it's a it's a beautiful yeah. thing. And our CEO uh, that we hired. Um, that dude has done nine figure, you know, acquisitions. Uh, it's funny, our CEO, when we, uh, well, first of all, he became a CEO in 1997. I was in like middle school, yeah. right? <laughs> and he grew his previous company from 24 million to 210 uh, million in annual revenue. Jeez. And this dude's already like on fire with us. Yeah. You know? So he loves playing, he's 57 years old, he, he loves playing. He came out of retirement <laughs> play, to, to play, play the play game with us. Yeah, wow, yeah, that's yeah. a good CEO. Oh my, so far companies. so good, right? Mm -hmm. So far it's been beautiful. Mm -hmm. A lot of so, companies struggle getting that team around them. You seem to have done a great job at that. Yeah, but guess what? For eight years, it was it was it was the the, the roughest thing ever. Mm -hmm. Like to figure out that you know, uh, like you're like I used to think core values, right? Let's just talk about something as simple as core values in a company. You know what I mean? Or even Nike. Now, did you watch uh, what is it? Air, Air. The, I the haven't movie watched Air. Air. No, I didn't see. They, that. they got they got the ten Nike principles right. Always play offense, never defense. Yeah. And they got the well the core values right. I'll give you an example for one of our companies, one one of our international companies. It's uh, work ethic, integrity, uh, and positivity. Right. Mm -hmm. Work ethic, integrity, and positivity. If you don't align with those three things, you cannot work there. Mm. Because if you're not positive, then you're a bad apple. And if you're a bad apple, then you're going to ruin other people in the company. So mm -hmm. you got to go. Because if we don't get rid of you now, then we're going to have to get rid of you and get rid of five or ten other people. Right. You see what I'm saying? Positivity, yeah. right? Positivity means no drama, no gossip, no slander, no nothing, no complaint. Wow. You know what I mean? You see how small, like, mm -hmm. we don't, when I was younger and we were building our companies, we, didn't, we were like, oh, yeah, core values look cool. Mm -hmm. Put them on the wall. They look nice. <laughs> right? Yeah. That work ethic, integrity, teamwork. Now it's like you, you gotta, gotta actually live. You gotta be. By you gotta them. implement those. You gotta things. live yeah, by yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like this is this is the 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 law of the land. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't if you don't live by them, and I don't know how important this was until two years ago, when we actually started going through all this turmoil, right? With uh, uh, our first C suite that we ever hired, like that was a nightmare. Really? That was a nightmare. That was actually one of the worst hires we've ever made, and we thought it was one of the best hires we ever made because mm. he was toxic. He was toxic. Yeah, he's toxic. Yeah, it ruins the whole culture, bro. And guess what? When, when we parted ways with him, we actually had to get rid of like five other people in leadership. Tainted him all. Because he rubbed off on him. He turned him on us. You see what I'm saying? Like, people don't understand. At, like, at a certain level, when you're playing in business, these small things are so, so big. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're so big. So, all right. It's not the business that gets sued. It's the employees of the business that get the business well em employees are are there it's the number one asset in yeah. like any business mm. whatever product whatever service it is great but your employees are the asset it's really? the number one asset absolutely 
Wow. Now, like, you never hear me. about a business being racist. It's the employee that's racist. The business itself isn't racist. It's the people that's in there. Oh, bro. And right. just think about this, right? Like our our organization's goal, right? Our short-term goal, our let me see, 24, what, what's three years? Three years. 72, from from 72, now? 72, 72 months. Uh, three years. Well, is, uh, sorry, 12, 24, 36. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Our 36 month goal yeah. is for our organization to be producing $100 million in annual revenue. Wow. Annual revenue. You know what I mean? A year. You're, a year. Per okay. year. Yeah. You're not going to get there. You're not going to get there with a weak team that isn't aligned and that they're not all like gung ho about the company. Mm. Like Sal and I, even though we're, we're, by the way, we're not even CEOs. You want to know what we do now? What are you guys? We sit on the board. Well, on the board. We sit on the board. We sit on the board of directors. Yeah. Our CEO runs everything. And our CEO, right? Our CEO has weekly, what, what, what he calls it, uh, business unit manage, manager uh, uh, meetings, right? He sits down with every single business, like every single person that's running that particular business, sits down with them in the conference room. They do everything. We don't sit, they don't, we actually don't sit down with our businesses and like, like once a month is all we do. Wow. We sit on the board of directors. That's what we do. We went from like hustlers to uh, owner operators to business owners to real CEOs to board of directors now. Mm. You wow. See? So uh, there's, there's, there's levels. You there's, know, there's, there's levels, you know, you got to grow your way there. Yeah. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. Again, it's, it's been like a, you know, a 10 year overnight success type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we've been through all the fires, all the turmoil. I mean, brother, we've been in lawsuits with Kate Spade, you know, like, wow, that's a big for, company. For, for one of our logos, you know what I mean? <laughs> so serious? you, yeah, bro. I mean, imagine going on, going, you know, a two year lawsuit with Kate Spade, you know what I mean? So Jeez. you're going to take all, this is part of business. Business is a contact sport, mm -hmm. man. Yeah, for sure. It's a contact Some sport. Some people can't handle it. And it is the most competitive sport in, in the world, but it's the, it's the funnest sport, man. It is fun. So. Was it uphill all 10 years or were there some, some downturns? Um, I would say the first eight years were super uphill. And I think our biggest uh, challenges were uh, automation or systems, processes, SOPs, mm -hmm. departments, right? Structure, infrastructure. Mm -hmm. That was like our, because when you think you have something to figure out and then, then you grow beyond your capacity, you got to redo it all over again. You got to, you got you got, you're right. Yeah. You got to adjust, mm -hmm. you got to adapt, right? So that we were growing so fast that our infrastructure couldn't keep up with the growth. Mm. It happens all the time in companies. That's why companies like nine out of 10 businesses fail the first year, you know, by yeah. the time the third year, it's not even, I mean, it's disintegrated, right? Yeah. So we were growing so fast that our infrastructure just wasn't there. You know, like, like that was, so our infrastructure was a big, big challenge. Uh, but the second biggest thing was, was, was having the wrong people there. Mm. You know, people that um, that are not there to achieve the same goals that you want to achieve with mm -hmm. the company. Like I said, Sal and I don't consider ourselves the business owners, right? Mm -hmm. We're employees of the company too. We'll do whatever needs to be done. Mm -hmm. If our company needs us needs Sal to build softwares and run operations, he'll do it. Now he doesn't have to do it now, but he had to do it for a very mm -hmm. long time. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I mean, there's so many things, man. But again, it's the funnest thing, and it's the 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 most beautiful mountain that you'll ever climb. What's your mindset like every day waking up? Like, what are your mental um, beliefs? Can I curse on this part? Yeah. You can say whatever you want. All right. <laughs> I normally don't curse, but you guys have me in the cursing mood. <laughs> I like that. I'm methodical as <laughs> I wake up at 530. <clears throat> I'm in my cold plunge at 6 o'clock. I'm at the gym, 615, 630. Mm -hmm. I'm back to my, my, I'm in the sauna, and then I'm back to my family for about an hour and a half. I get to the office around 1030. I go hard as 
I'm not even on my desk. I'm in the conference room from 10.30 to like five. I'm in the conference room, meeting, meeting, meeting. I'm working on the business, on the business, big moves, big needle movers. I'm not working in the X's and O's, bro. I'm moving on the big needle movers, you know what I mean? Wow. So I'm doing that hard. Like, you know, my wife calls, like my wife rarely, like my wife is like, she's she's been with me since day one. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? She was writing on my bandit songs, right? I've been with her since August 19th, 2001, since we were kids. Mm. She's like my soulmate, the love of my life. We have two children, two girls. But again, she, my wife, that's another very important, bro. Mm -hmm. You got to have the right woman. My business partner has the right woman. I have the right woman. They understand. They know how to play their, their role. They're, they're, they're the foundation. They're the CEOs of the household. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'll give you an example. We're here. Right? I'm over here. I did, uh, you know, stop at Bradley's thing. Went to do Pineda's podcast. Went to have lunch at Fogo de Chao with Andy, Elliot, and and, and Brad. Uh, and then we had dinner with Dan, all that. Full days, and my wife and his wife booked, uh, it's called the Oogie Boogie Halloween party <clears throat> in, in, where is it, in Cali. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. They're the CEOs of the house, right? right? So you do gotta have the right woman, and that's very difficult to find these days. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But again, methodical. You know, Once I'm there, I'm super hyper-focused. You know what I mean? Super hyper-focused. I go home and then I just dedicate myself to my family. Mm. I, I really have learned over the past four years how to transition. Like it's it, that's what it is. So I have a trans I have a transition point in my in my house and that's the garage door. Before I enter the garage door, I, I'm not on the phone. I take my business hat off and I put my husband hat on mm. and my dad hat on, mm. and then I'm there with my family and my babies. You know what I mean? Wow. That's a, a lot of a lot of people, bro. You know that's another thing. Uh, for me, I, 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 I pride myself every single day to get to be like a f superhuman. You know what I mean? Every single day, mind, body, spirit, not just body, you know, not just mind and not the body. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like for me, I look at you and I'm like, okay, let me see what this dude is about. Let me see what his capabilities are. Let me see how far he can go. Mm -hmm. Bro, that's how it is. You want to play at the nine figure level? Then you're going to have to be a nine figure person. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm methodical. And I used to remember like watching people. You know, back in the day when I was coming up, right, before, you know, before I became a seven-figure earner, I became a seven-figure person. Before I became an eight-figure earner, I became an eight-figure person. Now I'm becoming a nine-figure uh, person to become a nine-figure earner. Mm. Wow. So I'm very, very dedicated and methodical. Very Sick. methodical. Every Gosh. single day, committed, bro. Committed and, ob and obedient. Weekends so, off or no? No. From work? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Now, yes. Oh, yeah? Hold on. Yeah. For the first seven years, no. <laughs> right, right. For the first five years, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. We were, sometimes we almost even slept at the office. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That's what people need to understand. But we had those conversations with our wives. Right. Hey, babe, the first three years, you might not see me a lot. I'll sleep here. I'll be here for the big stuff, but you might not see me a lot. You know, and then, you know, five years in, it got a little better. Seven years in, it got a lot better. Ten years in, we actually have real freedom now. Nice. Real freedom. Like, I don't have to be yeah. at work and it will run as good or better. That's where I'm at right now. I'm in that middle level you talked about, but the first three years we fought a lot because I think the communication wasn't clear. And, and, and by the way, bro, I want you to know that, you know, your business and business in general, it, it's an ever-evolving thing, mm -hmm. right? So as you grow, you know, things are going to change and you just have to, be, you just have to adapt. Yeah. Right. The most resilient people in this world are the people that can adapt the best. How do you think I can adapt so good because of where I come from? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Being an immigrant, coming up through poverty, all that stuff. I'm, I'm, I just adapt very well. Yeah. You know? I love that. I adapt very well. I'm a survivor. You know, so.
Yeah. I saw you just go on a wellness retreat. How often are you doing those mental health checks? I, I actually, it's funny. Um, so the, the gentleman, the, 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 the two people that came down, they paid us $50,000 for consulting. Mm-hmm. That's two days in, in our office. And we we're like business doctors, you know, we rip apart their business and then we build it back up, you know, and then we give them like a three month plan, a six month plan, a end of the year plan. We went all the way to the end of the year. Mm. I'm talking about from revenue goals to uh, uh, marketing, right? Uh, KPIs within the marketing, the hiring down the road, like everything you can think of. And mm-hmm. when I tell you that they get a full action plan mm-hmm. and a business plan, right? That's what they got. So 50, they paid us 50 K the, these young guys, man, they're like 27 and you know, they're already doing just stupid things in the development world. Like mm-hmm. they literally buy land mm-hmm. and then they develop it. They actually build it. Mm-hmm. So one of them's a developer. He's a genius. And then his brother is a genius at uh, the construction side. He's mm-hmm. a builder. Mm-hmm. So imagine you got these two brothers, Ukrainian Russians. Yeah. Uh, the genius kid, the genius kid, he helped a uh, developer um, make uh, or, or generate over $800 million in revenue. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to do my own thing. You know, after $800 million in revenue for this, right? So you got this genius kid that mm-hmm. knows how to use every inch of the land. And then you got this other genius kid that knows how to build what that dude needs to build. Mm-hmm. These guys are going to be billionaires before I'm a billionaire, bro. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, they paid fifty. They paid fifty k just to come down. Uh, Sal and I, we, we ripped apart their business. We build it back up. And then if I like you, I shouldn't say this. <laughs> if I like you, you already said it. If I like you, I will invite you to Sedona <laughs> on, on Saturday. Cause you come in for Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. and if I like you, and I want to spend time with you, yeah, right, then we'll go up to Sedona. On well, Saturday. now we know if he likes you. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Took him yeah. up to took him up to Sedona yeah. on Saturday, man, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. But I, you know, for the last two years, actually since since hit, um, I don't know if I can say C O V I D. Yeah. I don't right. You're not supposed to say mm-hmm. it right. Mm-hmm. I don't know for algorithm purposes, but. Ever since that happened, um, I personally started going up to what I call spiritual day, yeah. mostly on Wednesdays. So I started taking Wednesdays off during the work week. Mm. So I actually started working four days instead of five. Wow. At some point, we're working seven. Then we're working six, mm. right? It was like Monday through Saturday. Then it went, what's, what, what's the evolution of the work, right, as a business owner? Monday, Sunday to Monday, Monday to Sunday, first three years. Three to f- from the third year to the fifth year, Monday to Saturday, mm. all six days. The fifth year to the seventh year, Monday to Saturday, half day on Saturday, right? And then the last two two years, uh, Monday through Friday, no, actually seven to nine or uh, no, uh, seventh year, right? Um, Monday to Friday. And then the last three years since COVID, um, it's like four days now. Wow. And that you see, you, did you see that stepping mm-hmm. that, right? That ladder, you know, gradually. What I mean? yeah, you, I gradually got there right. and Wednesday has been like my spiritual day. Mm-hmm. Um, I go up once a week or once every other week because I consider myself a creator, mm-hmm. right? I'm a creator. So what, what it allows me to do is I step away from all the noise. I go up, I levitate in a cave. I do a plunge up in Sedona. I take my journal, you know what I mean? And I just create and it's changed my life. Cause if you take a look at the the trajectory of my life over the past three years, right? Yeah. We were, we were doing pretty good in business, but the last three years, everything just blew up Mm. and now everything, right. And then hold on. But the last two years were the most challenging in business. I'll give you an example in just one of our companies, the real estate company, Mm -hmm. quarter three, quarter four, real estate took a turn, right? We had millions of dollars in houses sitting Mm. on the market listed. 
it took us we just sold our last house last month you know what i mean so we did it though we did it pra yeah, praise yeah, god yeah. We, we, yeah. we did it we, we did it right but it, it, again man you know you're going to take you know you're going to take those licks you know what i mean you're going to take those licks right things can't always be green you know you're not always going to be in the green sometimes you're going to be in the red yeah. right but it's what builds character it's what builds your character and then you're going to know man am i really like am i really uh up for this or am i not right because everybody can when you're winning it's it's easy to call yourself a businessman mm -hmm. but when you're losing you know it's like how you bounce back from that right. is what's going to determine how far you're going to actually go right you know so even those the last couple of years were the most challenging because we had to like redo everything remember the you know c-suite executive and then our old team old habits right all that old culture um this year has been the absolute best time we've ever had in business. Nice. And we've had the most growth in business. Nice. So and we're in a recession. So the fact that you're growing means you're doing something right. Yeah. I think recession is for, for the people who choose to be in recession. Mm. You don't believe in them? No, it's because I'll tell you why. Ready? I have a medical company, right? When recession hit, our medical company whoop, spiked. Wow. Right? Um, when COVID hit, some things went down our real estate company went up, went up. Mm. you see that's why you guys ever hear that whole and i didn't understand this by the way mm. um your average millionaire has seven streams of income yeah I heard yeah that. Be that's what it's like a safety net bro mm. it's like you know think about it is is the medical industry ever down never i don't care if you're in a hospital close elections yeah. elections yeah. recessions mm pandemics like the medical the medical industry is booming right. always it just shifts whether it's always. getting vaccinated or getting tested right you see what i'm saying or, like, or going there if you have there it, you you want to try to you 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 want to try to get some bulletproof company or or industries going you know what i mean mm -hmm. because yes sometimes things are going to be up things are going to be down maybe this this time this side is 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 down and then this one is is up it's just it's always like that that's why it's always going to have multiple verticals you know yeah what I mean? It's smart to put some money in industries that can't really die off, like medical. Yeah, like absolutely. That. It's bulletproof. Medical is bulletproof for sure. Yeah. So what are you guys doing next to get to the nine-figure level? Uh, do more of what we're already doing. Now it's just a matter of time. I like that. Yeah. Yep. Now it's just a matter of time. I, I, I believe, even though we have a, a forecast of, you know, uh, what is it, 24, 36 months, uh, three years, um, I believe that next year is going to be our biggest year in our, our organization's history. Nice. So we're setting up for that and you know we're 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 very happy, man. We're again yeah. we're having the most ten years in, we're having the most fun we've ever had in business. And wow. in and in life. Because it's like we're making the most amount of money, mm -hmm. we have the most amount of freedom, right? We're the smartest we've ever been. We're not in the best shape we've ever been, but we're <laughs> we're, all, we're not too bad, you know what I mean? So we both Sal and I both now like, you know, we we're, we're fully committed in every area of our life, you know. Nice. To our wives, to our children, to our business, to ourselves, <laughs> you know. So Yeah. So you We're finally found that balance. It took like 10 years. There's, it's, see, that's the thing, right? People talk about a balance, but there's no such thing as balance. Because, right, think about it this way. Uh, you're going to work 8 to 10 hours a day, right? So if you're working 8 to 10 hours a day and you, you're only getting to see your family during the week, Monday through Friday, you only get to see your family <clears throat> 2 to 4 hours a day, well, then that's not really balanced, right? The scale's tilting. Mm -hmm. Now, I believe in offsetting. Mm. If I go hard for a month or two, I'm already planning a vacation. You know what I'm saying? For mm -hmm. where, where it's intentional time with my children and my wife, and that fills up their love tank. Mm -hmm. You see, that's all they need is for you to fill up their love their love tank. Mm -hmm. When you fill up their love tank, they don't they don't care where where that is. Their love tanks are full. 
you, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if you're always constantly intentional and, and you spend good quality time with your children and you just love them mm-hmm. when you're around them, it's not like you're like, oh yeah, honey, wait up, hold on, hold on. No, no. Boom, if you're around, when you're around your kids and your wife and you just dedicate fully to them, brother, it, it, it just always feels like you're you're in balance. Wow. You're in a, you're, you're, yeah, you're operating in balance. So um, I don't believe in balance, but I do believe in offsetting. If I'm gonna work hard for this long, then I'm gonna do this to offset that so that I don't crash. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Man, any closing comments, man? This has been a pleasure having you on. Yeah, uh, thank you, bro. Hey man, like, don't quit too soon. <laughs> don't quit too soon. <laughs> if an immigrant from Mexico who came here with nothing can make it, anyone can make it. Mm-hmm. And Carlos Reyes on Instagram? Yep, at Carlos Reyes. There you have it, guys. Thanks for watching. I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.